0: section ten of keep both stories for little folks this is a librivox recording. all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. dot org keep both stories for little folks by may fahrenholz jones section ten mr fly and miss mosquito one day in the summer mr fly and miss mosquito stopped to rest on the window-pane of a house in the country mr fly after sitting for some time rubbing his nose with his front feet, looked up and said, Good morning. Mr. Fly, replied Miss Mosquito. I do not believe that we have met before. No, said Mr. Fly, but I am glad to meet you today. I have long wanted to do so. May I ask where you live? Ah, me, Mr. Fly, replied Miss Mosquito. I have been having a rather hard time lately. You have heard of my family, and know that with a number of brothers and sisters, I was hatching a small pond near the middle. Life went well with us for a while, but one afternoon I heard footsteps coming nearer and nearer. I could not understand what terrible beast was coming down the pond to drink. I shivered with fear and darted as fast as I could to the bottom of the pond. However, I soon had to come to the top again to get a good breath, as I thought I was going to suffocate. Deary me, why can we not get air at the bottom of the pond as well as the top? My heart was beating with fear as I still heard the footsteps, and presently I could hear voices. A voice said, where are all the members of this brigade? What could it mean? What is a brigade? Someone cried out, Here we come to give him the oil. Looking up, I saw a number of girls and boys. The Mosquito Brigade, they called themselves. They laughed and talked as if they were a gay crowd. One said, Here they are, and then said, This will get them. I wondered what in the world they could mean. I soon learned what they were about. I smelled a terrible odor, and peeping up from the mud, at the bottom of the pond which I was hiding, I saw something thick and terrible coming down like rain in the pond. I ran through the mud to the far end of the pond and hid. Oh, how that stuff did smell! I thought it would surely smother me. I stayed in the mud until the next day. I did not dare peep out. When I did look out, nothing I could see on the bottom of the pond but my dead brothers and sisters. They had not been as quick as I and had been smothered by that dreadful stuff. Ah, me! I had scarcely strength enough to live. Life seemed very hard. The next thing I remember, I was sailing down the pond in a canoe Mother Nature built for me. It was just large enough to be perfectly comfortable. I spent the greater part of the time I was in the little canoe. I stayed in there several days, and many times Old Father Wind sent a breeze that nearly upset my little craft. I gripped some wings finally and flew away from the awful pond. I hope that I can always escape that mosquito brigade and that deadly oil. I shall be very busy for a while and may yet have my revenge, if I can poison some member of it with malaria germs. I have finished my story. Pray, tell me of yourself, Mr. Fly. You look very happy. Well, said the fly, I was in the corner of a stable where it was damp and warm. I stayed in an egg one day. Then I was a white-crawling thing for nine days. I ate all this time. At the end of that time, I slept a while and then I was grown. I can't tell you how big I felt the day I first stretched my wings for a fly. Just listen to what I've done since that happy day. I have called over a person who had smallpox and got some germs which I carried to a girl across the street. I went to a an house and sat on a bed in which a little girl was lying. The doctor came in, and after staying there a while, he said, Typhoid fever. I was sorry for the little child with her red swollen face. I left her and walked on the bed. I knew my feet were loaded with germs when I flew out. Off I went to the country. The first time I passed, a little tot of a boy, sitting on the step, was eating milk and mush out of a bowl. When he took the spoon from his mouth, I got into it and sucked all the milk I could get. I left him the germs that I had been carrying. This was a pretty good day's work, don't you think? The next morning, I flew away to the next house, but dear me, I found a fly would have to carry his own rations there. This was a new thing to me. I met one of my friends who told me that it would be just as well for me to travel on. The folks who live in this house had been going to the lectures of the health doctor. The doctor had told them to clean up the stable, to screen the house, and to cover the well. I tell you, Miss Mosquito, that man is trying to put me out of business. I fear i shall have a hard time in the future if he stays in this neighborhood. I'm not as happy as I once was. Now will say goodbye. Goodbye, friend fly, said Miss Mosquito. I'm glad we met near our old home. Questions. 1. Where did the mosquito meet the fly? 2. What did the mosquito carry? 3. What did the fly do to the man who had smallpox? 4. Why could not the fly get in the house in the country? 5. What was the health doctor teaching the people in the country? End of section 10.